to welcome to a warm bit of host with Julius Ricardo, Julius Ricardo Stanton. Face is Professor Griff. You're listening to Junius Ricardo Stanton. Straight up, we're teaching you all those things you need to know from the neck up. All right, we're definitely doing a checkup from the neck up. This is Professor Griff from Public Enemy, the ex-minister. I'm out. Peace. Welcome to Akuben, the Warhorn. Akuben is an indinquent word and symbol of the Akan people of Ghana, West Africa. It is a specially carved animal's horn that makes a distinct and unique sound. The traditional villagers use it as a call for alertness, a signal for assembly, and in extreme cases, mobilization. We sound the Akuben to alert you to current events, news, provide a different perspective, and share personalities that are under the radar or that are ignored by the corporatist and monopoly digital media platforms. Stay tuned. We have a commentary for you today talking about advanced warnings, what's coming up, and we'll do that following these messages. So stay where you are. This is Akobin. Greetings to the Internet Radio family. This is, this is a meditative, Stanton. relaxing you know, for moment. For nearly 30 years, with I Julius have had Stanton, encouraging you to over every relax, available to let the your shoulders for drop the naturally, normally. I can think of no other electronic venue that has been more progressive, more innovative, deep, more insightful, breath, more diligent, more diverse let your abdomen expand, more courageously supportive relax, of the truth than this ever-growing phenomenon called internet radio. And this is precisely five, why I'm here to tell you four, that it is so vital that three, you give your wholehearted two, support to it. One, tell a friend. In fact, tell two, three, and four your of your abdomen If you are a business owner, support internet radio by telling relax, your customers and constituents all about it. Deep Let breath, them know that there is a legitimate and important substitute that your abdomen super sensitive garbage polluting our public five, airways today. Four, Don't allow the mass three, media to continue to two, treat you like a one, mindless consumer exhale, Enhance your awareness. Indulge your critical thinking, your reasoning, monitor your, your thoughts. Do as Don't I resist. Log on, what listen in, and then see, let it be known images, all about relax, your internet radio focus experience. Focus on your breathing. Family. Thank you for listening. Inhale. Walk in light. Deep. Let your abdomen expand. Hold it. Five, four, three, two, one. Exhale. Relax. Continue to monitor your breathing. Focus only on your breathing. Relax. Let the tension flow outward from you. Inhale. Fully, fully expand your abdomen. Fill your lungs with life-giving oxygen and air. Hold it. Five, four, three, two, one. Exhale. Relax, relax, relax. Perk up 
and be prepared to resume your day in an extremely relaxed state of mind, being, and health. Till next time, stay strong and stay healthy. Shattering the Matrix. For today, we're going to share a recent piece that we wrote. It's entitled, Don't Say You Weren't Warned. Quote, The digital capitalist ruling establishment is implementing a new, more openly totalitarian structure of society and method of rule. They are revoking our constitutional and human rights, transferring power out of sovereign governments, and democratic institutions into unaccountable global entities that have no allegiance to any nation or its people. This is what is happening right now. It isn't a TV show. It's actually happening. Unquote. The Road to Totalitarianism from ConsentFactory.org forward slash 2021 forward slash 07 forward slash 31 forward slash the road to totalitarianism. For decades, I have been warning about the steady, incremental, and relentless tilt towards tyranny, or what I call neo-feudal technocratic fascism. 9-11 was a major turning point that allowed the plotters and usurpers within the government to rapidly redirect U.S. foreign and domestic policies towards rule by a cabalistic totalitarian government under the guise of keeping us safe and waging a global war on terrorism, quote-unquote. 9-11 was used to allow the executive branch of the U.S. government to gain escalating powers to spy on, arrest, and detain U.S. citizens without just cause, dismiss habeas corpus, and even kill us extrajudicially. All this was done under the cover of law, the USA Patriot Act and National Defense Authorization Acts, to be exact, both which have been renewed, reaffirmed, and kept in effect all these years later. The corporate media working in cahoots with the government made it seem like there was a jihadist around every corner or under our beds, and the simpleton president said, quote, you are either with us or you're with the terrorists, unquote, whenever critics questioned his rush to war. Similarly, with the COVID crisis, the media makes it seem like it's the plague, that we are being overrun, overwhelmed, and consumed by pathogens, which is not the case. Now our cognitively declining president is pressuring government workers to take the COVID injection or get tested repeatedly. Biden is surreptitiously mandating the injections via coercion by inconvenience. Several governors and mayors are following suit, as are increasing numbers of corporations. Their goal is to inject the world. Think of all the money they're counting on raking in. It's not about public health. It's about profits. Since 9-11, the illegitimate operations and programs run by the government, like COINTELPRO and Operation Chaos, are now perfectly lawful and permissible. 9-11 was 20 years ago, yet we are still living under ever-expanding surveillance and monitoring, still occupying foreign nations 
that had nothing whatsoever to do with 9-11. Remember the lies our government told us about Saddam Hussein's weapons of mass destruction that turned out to be completely bogus? Based on that, anyone who thinks we're going back to normal, quote-unquote, once COVID clears, if ever, is totally delusional. We are witnessing and experiencing more and more autocratic moves by the government, from the president to governors, mayors, and even unelected bureaucrats like Anthony Fauci, setting policy and, and policies that go against time-honored methods for mitigating health crises. And now we find out the COVID injections don't stop you from getting COVID. www.cnbc.com forward slash 2021 forward slash 06 forward slash 25 COVID breakthrough cases. CDC says more than 4,100 people have been hospitalized or died after vaccination. Just like the official stories about the assassinations of JFK, Martin Luther King Jr. and RFK, and the official narrative about 9-11 didn't add up or make sense, the constant flip-flopping by Fauci, the suppression and censorship of alternative treatment modalities, are a sure indication the COVID narrative is not wholly true. As a result, demonstrations and protests have erupted around the world against the autocratic heavily-handed lockdowns and social restrictions. There have been recent clashes between police, military, and protesters in cities like Berlin, Germany, Paris, France, and throughout Italy, in London, England, and in Spain. It's been even covered in the mainstream press on a limited basis. You won't see this on the nightly news, though. The owners of the media conglomerates don't want us getting any ideas about protesting and resisting their fascist agenda. The globalati, the oligarchic elites behind this brave new world, quote unquote, are clearly not going to back down. There's too much money involved and too much power to be usurped. However, there is a strong global resistance to their policies and tactics, so it is probable we are heading for a protracted struggle and possible confrontation. Leaders like Tanzania's John Magafuli, who resisted the World Health Organization narrative and exposed the other kind of COVID tests, mysteriously died. Other leaders like Belarus President Alexander Lucas and Brazil's Jair Bolsonaro, who openly defied the West on their COVID injections, are under not so clandestine attack by the West because of it. Sweden refused to lock down their nation and was demonized in the Western press. Lo and behold, Sweden's death and infections weren't as bad as many countries that did lock down. In the United States, the unvaccinated and skeptics are going to be scapegoated and targeted by the media, government, and or mob actions just like Hitler demonized the communists, like Nixon targeted the anti-war and black power movements, and George W. Bush used Muslims to scapegoat them for 9-11 to further their power-grabbing agendas. Don't say you weren't warned. And uh, we can look forward to more propaganda, more mind-numbing silliness such as unvaccinated people are causing the surges in cases they're still using the term cases as opposed to infections because they're still using the bogus COVID tests and have not reduced or modified the amplification which ensures there are going to be a lot of false positives so there's going to be spike in numbers the variants 
you know, is almost predictable. All virus mutate, and it's a known fact they either mutate in two ways. They become more virulent or more contagious, but not both. In other words, it's either easy to catch it, but when you do catch it, it's not lethal or deadly, or it's lethal and deadly, but it doesn't spread throughout the community or the region. It's either one or the other. But of course, the corporatist media and the monopoly platforms are not going to share that type of information with us. They want to keep us afraid, and we're being set up. I mean, a lot of people are ecstatic that the restrictions and lockdowns have been abated and put aside, and people are returning to normal. People can go to sporting events, things like that. But what we're seeing is a creeping fascism and fascism meaning there's a collaboration and almost single-minded collusion and cooperation between the corporatists and the government and that the government is subsumed by a corporatist agenda to use Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism and so what we're seeing is that the Davos group and the international banksters are colluding with the government and the media that they own because they bought them. Either they own them outright or they own the majority of stock in them and they're setting policies. This has been in the planning stages for decades and it's been rolled out and tried, you know, with the birds flu and the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome and several others. It's just that they've been successful at this because they've been working at it. They've been testing, they're uh, simulating it and making it happen. And of course, with the media, with the chicken little type media, the sky is falling. We're all doomed. That's going to be part of it, just like they're planning to roll out the backup and take advantage of this when they try to imp implement their climate change chicken little scam. And all these things are out in the open. They're predicting it. They're telling us that's what they're going to do. All you have to do is go to the World Economic Forum's website. They have changed some things because they put out a trial balloon. They put out a test. They put out a video and they got a negative reaction to it where it said you will own nothing. You will rent everything and you'll be happy. They've since taken that video down, but they got some feedback and indication that we're not ready for that yet. So they'll incrementally move it on. They'll they'll keep on doing it until they get what they want because they're hell-bent on changing the whole landscape, as it were, of the planet. Not just with the GMOs, with their franken-fertilizer, their franken-foods, the GMO fish, the genetically altered animals, the mosquitoes, insects everything. They're not content with the natural order. They think that they can do it better. They're arrogance. They're smarter than nature. They're smarter than the divine intelligence that's created everything that they don't even admit exists. You know, even when you look at their science, they're loath to even talk about uh, divine intelligence. We have a very immature notion of the creator that he's some white man living up in the sky somewhere on the mountaintop or whatever, hurling lightning bolts, admonitions and threatening us. That just doesn't work. And it's it's uh, it's long overdue to be 
replaced by something more intimate, more that explains the real world and reality. And we need to rethink religion, rethink our relationship to nature, each other, and move forward and move away from the types of mentality and the types of so-called lifestyle that we're being presented and they want us to model. Again, we have to think for ourselves. There's an old saying that there's as many ways to see a thing as there are people to see it, meaning we all have the ability to perceive. We all have the ability to discern and define reality for ourselves. What makes a community is that there is a common view. There is a consensus about reality. There's a consensus about what we should be doing and how we should be living. There may be differing opinions, but for the most part, there are agreements amongst the people about how to go about existing and how we are to relate to the universe, how we are to relate to ourselves. And this is the role of the mystics, the philosophers, the governors, the elders, and even the government itself. And unfortunately, our present day situation is the exact opposite of that, where there is very little respect for the natural order, where there's very little respect for life itself, because they want to transform it. If you doubt what I'm saying, look up transhumanism, look up what's going on with uh, their genetic modifications. They're creating what's called chimeras, hybrids, and mosaics where they're actually blending different species. And I did a piece on that that I'll be sharing in the not too distant future. And so their move toward becoming Dr. Frankenstein. Remember in the novel that the creature had no name. Frankenstein was was the doctor, the, the mad scientist. And these people out here that are engaged in a lot of this are indeed mad scientists. When you see them talking about bioethics and these new developments raise ethical issues, beware. Because these people, the globalati, who are pushing for this brave new world agenda, don't care about us in the sense that they want the best for us. That they're pushing for the greatest good for the greatest number of people for the longest length of time. That's not what they're about. They're about crass power. They're about usurping the natural order. They're about ownership, the literal literal ownership of the planet, all the resources, either through corporations that they own and control or just outright, you know, like the old popes and monarchs used to do. That's why I call this a neo-feudal technocratic fascism. And it's playing out before our eyes. It's just that we don't see it because they have us distracted, discombobulated, and now fearful, fearful for all these new strains, fearful of these germs and pathogens that they have created and they're using to bring in their new world order, their new agenda. The thing is, we should be demanding a full-fledged investigation into Anthony Fauci and his gain-of-function activities, how he funded those activities. Gain-of-function is a euphemism a nice way of saying a way to obfuscate bioterrorism, biological warfare. That's what it is. When you look it up, it says that it is an effort to create lethal pathogens that are able to infect 
humans from other species jump from say bats or jump from monkeys or whatever to humans and now they're going beyond that like i said with the shimmeras the hybrids and the mosaics a lot of people don't want to entertain the notion that there are people who are this evil people who are this mad this insane this megalomaniacal believe it we've seen it we've, we've been forced to study it in history although they always demonize people like hitler uh but they don't demonize certain other other people like thomas jefferson who just as greedy just as megalomaniacal it's just that he's held up and hitler's demonized the beat goes on, we have to begin to think for ourselves because our very lives depend on it. We can't depend on the government. We have to think for ourselves, make day-to-day ordinary decisions that impact quality of our lives and that of our loved ones. And under optimal conditions, we may be able to impact our immediate environment, our extended families, our communities, our neighborhoods, because we are up against a people who are truly psychopathic, truly evil, and who do not have our best interests at heart. And all you have to do is look at the material that they share amongst themselves, and you'll see the disdain that they have for us. And one of the reasons they're able to get away with it is because they've created an environment where we're at each other's throats. They're easily dividing us along economic class lines, along phenotypical lines, color lines, familial lines, gender lines. And so it keeps us off balance, keeps us disoriented. Meanwhile, they're out there wrecking havoc on the whole planet. It's not just us as people, as human beings, as spiritual entities in a physical form, it's the planet itself. Why do you think some of them are trying to escape? They're they're planning to colonize Mars. That's a legitimate concern and goal for them because they don't have confidence in their fellow travelers. It's not that they don't have confidence in us. They don't have confidence in their peers to, to make the right decisions to sustain the planet in a way that benefits everyone. So we need to be aware of that and not be afraid. I'm giving you a warning not to fear monger, not to make you afraid, but to urge you and encourage you and exhort you to tap into your inner resources, that inner power, that inner strength, that brilliance that resides within you that is always available and always accessible. Tap into it. Help it improve your life and the lives of your family and your immediate neighbors and people who live around you. That's the challenge. That's the encouragement for today. And we've sounded the Akoben as a warning. Take heed. And until next time, stay strong, stay healthy. And I wish you love, peace, health, prosperity, wisdom, power, but most of all, courage. The courage to find meaning, purpose, and fulfillment in your life so that you evolve into all that the Creator intends for you to be. And your life manifests magnificently in a divine partnership with the Creator so you make a fabulous contribution to the collect peace. (laughs) 